It's Sunday, so you know what that means. Podcast time. Podcast Sunday. My, 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 you my. can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. All right, fellas, man. Let's just jump into it, man. We got some depressing stuff to talk about. Obviously, we all got reminded of where, you know, people of color dwell in this country. And that's on yeah. the bottom totem pole when it was announced that none of the police officers... And the murder of Rihanna Taylor will face charges for her death. But they will face charges for, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Uh, Wanden, I don't even know how to even say it. Pronounce, uh, Wanden endangerment. <laughs> endangerment. So uh, not for her actual death, but endangering others that lived in her apartment complex. Hey, Dizzle, where were you when you found out this news? Uh, at the crib, at the crib, in the basement, halfway working, not really, but on the <laughs> laptop. Um, niggas ain't surprised though, you know, right. wasn't surprised whatsoever. I wasn't surprised the day before when they started gearing up, you know, calling it a state of emergency. You're not calling mm-hmm. a state of emergency when it's some good news for the for the for the black folks for the people of color yeah they 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 knew what they was doing they was gearing up to uh not serve any justice and it even hurts just a little bit more that it was a black attorney general that gave that call absolutely yeah killer where were you at man i was at work um i i kind of the same thing i i knew when day before or when you prepping for you prepping for uh, destruction, riots. You prepping for you know all that could be. Uh, that ain't because you're about to serve justice. You know that that's that's a uh, knowing that knowing that dropped the ball. I mean, we've talked about this you know, a lot. Knowing all the countless wrong turns they made, and and just to just to kind of see that they they care more about the person. They care more about the white person that was in the other apartment than they did about the action that happened of y'all killing a black person, you know what I'm saying, senselessly. And, and, and one thing my wife, you know, talked about when we were talking about it was like the whole, the whole checks and balances that need to happen prior to any type of searches, no, that's, that's a, almost a bigger issue. Like that has to be addressed because you, you, sh- you should have to be able to know where was the last known, you know, p- place of you know, where was the last known address or location for this suspect? Oh, we, the person they're looking for already in custody. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it, it, it's just tough to, you know, you know the story. It ain't like we in the 80s where you got to wait three days to catch it on the wire or catch it in the newspaper and read it and not get its full context. Like, all this shit's happening right in front of our faces every day, right. live, live and direct, and still this is the outcome. And it's just, it's it's a lot of frustration. A lot of frustration. Yeah, it sucks, man. Um, I got the news. I had just got to the station. Uh, I was doing some production, or whatever, and they got an alert on my phone or whatever. So I'm about to go on the air, uh, for the sports show. So like, I was just like, so I really didn't get a chance to read it until after the show because I didn't want to read no bad news. because I was getting updates, my phone is blowing up. So I was like, obviously this isn't good. So I didn't want to bring that energy yeah. on the air at the time. So when I finally got a chance to read it and see everything that was going on, I felt the exact same way everybody else was. Like, what is going on? I mean, 
one, you know, they went to the wrong place. Like you said, Killer, who they were looking for, he was already in custody. Uh, mm-hmm. After the fact, the police report was left blank. How could you leave a police report blank when there's a dead person there? Yeah. Uh, they didn't administrate any type of assistance to somebody that got shot five times and eventually died. So, like, that's another strike against it. Uh, this is, like you said, Dizzle, and this is a, this podcast is going to be called Predictable because everything that happened this week, we seen coming a mile away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if a person could get shot in their own home, what what else can go wrong? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we've all been there in situations where we felt like, all right, you know, the people that we pay with our tax dollars uh, that are there to protect and serve us do us wrong. And now, but like not to this level. And Killer, you say this all the time. Like you don't want to become a hashtag. You don't want anybody you care about to yeah. become a hashtag. We sick of seeing people's names hashtag. You know, it is. It is like the same way we see. You know, what I'm saying when you know black on black crime, or whatever. When you got the got the the mural shirt. We sick of seeing the mural shirt. We sick of seeing the hashtag uh, names. It's just it's sickening, man. And I wanted to touch on the Attorney General, Daniel Cameron. Killer. When I say that name, what comes to mind? Man, uh, his hairline. Um. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> that's the first thing that popped into my mind, man. That's funny. I mean, that meme, that meme I sent y'all, like, yes, it was funny, yes, but... You really can tell about a person's how much they care about the African American race as a whole by the way they take care of their damn head, and that's just terrible. But to, for him to be black, now we all should know Kentucky has been terrible in the history books, just as far as you know, they got some of the reckless and worst laws you can imagine. Like they, it's just been known Kentucky's been a tough state with guns and mm-hmm. and for it to be a black person that's the attorney general you know everything being so secretive everything being so backdoor the reason why that police report is blank because they knew they fucked up so if they write that shit down on paper now now it's on there so we gotta huddle up and get our story together before i write anything down like that's mm-hmm. that's just like the, the problem Someone unfortunately had to be the victim, but the problem is 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 bigger than unfortunately Brianna Taylor. It's bigger than any of us. Like it's it's years and years and years of, of problems. So for, for I really want to know and hope to, that we can at least see what, if any, evidence was presented because for it to be so secretive and for it to be so under the table, um, just. That's that's the that's the number one question I got, and that's what I think about when I when I hear that name is, did you really stand up for, not just not just because you're black, did you stand up for a person that you know should not be dead? Like, and right. did y'all listen to? I think it was him speaking. Oh yeah, he was. He said, um, the meat the the world doesn't know you know what really happened. They're just running with some sort of narrative. Like I don't. What does he What does he mean by that? Is there other shit that we haven't been presented what what information is he holding back that would sway uh public perception 
Well, from what I know, that shit sound grimy. That shit sound yeah. um, corrupt as fuck. Like a whole bunch of things that, and I, like I said, I only know what I've read up on. I haven't fact checked that, but you know, there's going to be different, um, different facts just depending on what source you're looking at, depending on how they word it and spin it. But from what the things that I've read, there's no doubt about it that that was literally an innocent person. Right. In an open, what is it, an open, not even an open carry state, but a stand your ground state. If somebody's banging, coming through your house, they said that the boyfriend shot one time. One time. Thinking it was an intruder because they. Thinking it was an intruder. Oh, and did you hear? I just heard this too um, this week. They tried to throw out of nowhere that there's two witnesses to the fact that they announced themselves as, like, you know, police coming in type shit. Like, why would this shit happen March 13th? Like, why would we just now in September be hearing that, oh, by the way, they found somebody? Did, did two neighbors did hear. No, two neighbors just got shook by the cops coming to ask some questions and said, yeah. You know? Like, right. That's, like, we all know the situations. Like, I, my apartment complex, I live in an apartment. My apartment complex, the building next door had an issue. Like, it was 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm at work. My kids, we we just literally the building over. You think we were here at the SWAT team about to bust the door down. We didn't hear shit. Right. You know, but I ran to my neighbor out in Kettering, and he telling me all about it. Like, cause <laughs> so, like, that just shows, like, I didn't hear nothing, but he did. So, it's just... That should not be evidence that's presented in week 12. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's something you <laughs> right. should know. We should know. Absolutely. And it's uh, something else you said, Killer. Like, we can't talk about the actual people that's on the grand jury. This is all on Daniel Cameron because mm-hmm. we don't know the evidence that he presented to them. They they can only make a ruling off the evidence that he presents as the attorney general. So this Correct. was all on his lap. And this is all about his investigation and what he presents to them. Because as we all knew, that he didn't want this to happen. He didn't want this out there. He didn't want this this situation to go left for his own career, for mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the establishment that he represents. He he and we'll never see, to answer your question, Dizzle, we'll never see this so-called evidence that p- people don't know about. Those records are gonna be sealed. They're gonna do their damnedest to have those records sealed. To make sure we as a people never see them ever like they're mm-hmm. going to get those records sealed so you know when i think it is dude i think this nigga gets his hair cut at great clips yeah that nigga don't <laughs> he don't fuck with clippers he fuck with scissors he ain't got no lineup. <laughs> that nigga whack that nigga sucker That's and i mean I, I i can't can't wreck him <laughs> any more than anybody else has wrecked him man he's a clown man it's yeah. just so messed up you know He's trying to position himself, you know what I'm saying, to go forth further in his career, you know, um, with Ruth Banner uh, Goodrich uh, passing away. That seat is open. He's trying to get mm-hmm. that seat. You know, he's doing whatever master tell him to do so he can try to get that seat to advance his mm-hmm. career. He's a bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> I mean, there ain't, ain't yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Ain't no, ain't no other line. way around it. Bottom line. So then... Is he, is he sticking with the same barber? Is he loyal to his barber? <laughs> what is barber like? Get, he need to get the hoeing like me. <laughs> yeah, switch it up. <laughs> so then, 
we get former NBA baller, Hall of Famer, Charles Barkley talking so fucking uh, right. Yeah. We're all NBA fans. You know, me and Killer grew up watching Charles Barkley play. But we also know Charles Barkley is a big time Republican. And I'm not surprised. Like, this is his M.O. Like, he speaks and not and he's not informed. Like, mm-hmm. yo, these these things all happen. Like we talked about the person they were looking for was in custody. Hell, Brianna was an MET, MET worker. She's an essential yeah. worker during yeah. a pandemic. So if an essential worker during a pandemic's life isn't valued, what makes anybody else think their life will be valued? You know, and also one more thing about Daniel Cameron before I forget, man, it was intentional that he didn't say her name at that press conference. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole hashtag say her name, he intentionally never said her name to make sure people know that she didn't matter at all. He's Mm -hmm. a sucker, man. He's a straight fucking sucker, man. Like, yo, I just... I'm just in, in complete shock, man. But yeah. back to Charles Barkley, man. So basically, Charles Barkley took the took the side of, well, her boyfriend shot at police officers. But you forgot to add the part that they entered his home. Yeah, he protected someone. Protecting right. his home. <laughs> How would he know that it's the police if they don't announce it's the police? They come busting in there. He's protecting him and his girl, as any man should. And like, even with that, it. man, I, I've seen videos of home invasions of just motherfuckers running through your crib saying it's the police. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't take that just because I hear somebody say police that, OK, it's, it's really the police. Niggas will run through your crib. White people will run through your crib trying to steal shit, saying mm-hmm. police, police get on the ground like whatever whatever they can do to just run through your shit, man. So, right, right. I don't know. I'm not trusting that. It just is what it is. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's kind of how I feel about the. Uh, I mean, no, no disrespect to anybody here in the city, but that officer that got killed in Dayton, like they mm-hmm. ran through somebody's basement, you know. And whether they was doing good or bad in that house, that was still their stuff, and they were still trying to protect it. So who, who's to say that they knew it was a cop coming down? You, you know how old school basements are. You see the feet and knees before you see the head. You know what I'm saying? It could have right. yeah. been one of them things where you just know somebody in your shit. And who is that? So right. you know, it's just it's just a lot a lot of like when you when you invade someone's space, there's a thousand ways it can go. You know, there's right. there's that's someone's property, that's someone's life, that's where they are at their peace. Like and you disturbing it, so that could go a million ways. It is you can't you like you said you you can't give seventy five percent, and I feel like that's what Charles Barkley kind of did. Like he he says he says things, and like you said, he don't he don't give you the whole context, and that's damn near what's wrong with the you know media and society sometimes now is that you know they'll take one snippet and run with that shit, and that don't be the context, you know so. Charles just, Charles just, he's been doing that forever, though. If you're a fan of, like you said. Yeah, that's his role on the show. Yeah, he's been doing it. He's been doing it just to make a little disturbance. (laughs) That's how he was tried. Highly, highly disappointing. Absolutely, man. Like, where where were you, man? You're not doing any type of research. 
They allowed this dude just to go in there and just spew whatever comes to his mind. And another thing about Daniel Cameron, as y'all see, he's a hot button issue for me. <laughs> <laughs> he take, took shots at celebrities at his press yeah. conference, talking about it's going to be celebrities telling you uh, what goes on here in the state of Kentucky, and we don't know the half and everything like that, man. Like, this is a pure attention grab to get white people and pure races on his side because he has, I mean, the, the dude is only, like, 35 years old. You know what I'm saying? Really? So he's trying to, yeah. Yeah, God, he's, he's young. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's well accomplished and all that type of stuff, all that mumbo-jumbo. So he's trying to make a run for the, for the big time. He's trying to make a run for the big time. <laughs> so like that's his whole mo man so it goes without saying man you know we as we a were go ahead we i was about to say we would like to trade him for uh max kellerman and the racial <laughs> draft facts <laughs> right right facts man uh, i say this on the air man i was like we deserve better than this brianna's family deserve better than this and she damn sure deserve better than what she got and you know these situations are going to keep popping up man you know what i'm saying like it's just over and over and over and over again man and i just pray that like one day it's a stop man because we talked about this before about you know it's one way you know you can get out to the polls and vote and you know what i'm saying try to get some of these crazy laws uh changed but you can change laws, but I'm not sure you can change people's heart, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. like a totally different animal, man, to actually see, have people view us as humans and everything like that. So it's it's a tough task, man. It definitely, it definitely start with, you know, it's way more things than just the presidency. We can vote for them sheriffs. We can vote for them officials. We can vote. We can, we can, vote, we, we can vote for a lot of things that I don't even think people like we might take for granted that people knew what all you can really vote for like some people just didn't i know from like i didn't give two shits about voting until i met my wife like i didn't now i was 18 you know to 25 those are the years that i'm partying and you know hanging out and not watching the news not keeping up with nothing but like she 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 brought that side of nah if you're gonna be rocking with me this important that we do this because because this is going to be, you know, affect our children. It's going to affect yeah. our lives. It's going to affect everything. And it's it's way more to life than just, you know, having fun. It's learning about who who, who that judge is and what they stand for and who that, who that uh you know, county sheriff that you're about to elect, what's his values. And I never I never thought about it like that. So, you know, I was always just like, who, who run for president? What's his name? Let me look up Ross Perot and see what he's talking about. Now I don't mess with that. Like... <laughs> like so that was that was just my that's how I ingested it. So you know you got to get out and vote and you got to do a little research and care about it. You know they just more than just going to check that box for the presidency and leave everything else blank and dipping. Like, a lot a lot of other things matter. Yeah, sure. I was gonna say in the midst of all of this, we got Tory Lanes dropping an yeah. album, <laughs> trying to capitalize off the Meg Thee Stallion situation. Man, y'all listen to it. Not the I album, listen to but the I don't... one song. I listen yeah. to the one song. <laughs> Which song? Oh, what? Man, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't listen to oh! it. Oh, I, I couldn't listen to it, man. I would. I couldn't even bop to the music. I, I played the first track, and I was like, 
he got all the little snippets of everybody, you know, dragging him, giving him donkey of the day, this, that, and the third in the intro. And this is literally capitalizing off of a black woman getting shot and her saying it was you. You know, nigga was silent. It happened in July. He He hasn't said a word about it. He hasn't tried to clear his name. And then his attempt to clear his name is check out this album. I'll tell it all here. Like, I'm not, that's that's not the right way to go about it, man. Especially right now. Yeah. Especially right now. And let me be clear. I did not give that fucker a stream by any means. I went to YouTube and watched, like, two or three other people that do their own reactions. <laughs> and, and, they, and they play the story. And you can kind of sit back and consume what happened without supporting, per se. So <laughs> that's kind of how right. I... You know, I caught the snippets and watched a few, uh, you know, YouTubers that do that kind of stuff. And what I gathered from it, man, is like, like, like this was said, man, you, this happened way back then, like in July. And the way you come out, the, the way you kind of make your response is, let me drop this quote unquote heat and let me tell my story. And then let me, you know, let me get this, let me get this bag. Like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> I like I, I already did a fuck with Tory Lanez to begin with. Like, I was not a fan of it. I was a fan. I'm like, like, and I like to still even be a fan once. I don't know if it's like going to trial or the case is getting worked on or whatever, and he can't really speak on it in other ways until mm-hmm. it's decided. But he says he's innocent. I just don't like the rollout. I'm not about to listen to this album to hear his side of the story, man. That's just a money grab off of the wrong publicity, man. Like, mm-hmm. she, if she says that Tori shot me, and then you don't say nothing, and then your only response is listen to my album, I'll tell you there, and nah, I'm good. And I don't care that much. It came out hard, though, I heard. Yeah, yeah, and all, all Rock Nation management, Rock mm-hmm. Nation management got a shot. J.R. Smith got a shot. Kalani got a shot. Uh, JoJo got a shot. Everybody, anybody that said anything <laughs> about it, um, did mm-hmm. did we get a shot? <laughs> right, right. I don't know if I heard that. Like, yeah, I don't think we got a shot. <laughs> but uh, you right. know, this I gotta be perfectly honest, man. I'm surprised you didn't even listen to it. You know, I, I couldn't. Tory dude. Uh, I mean, you know, not to bring up the Takashi stuff that we go through time after time, but like, you know, that was almost a Takashi type of. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Takashi. That's snitching. almost like a Takashi move, like you know. Takashi snitching on some dudes that was fucking this chick. That no, 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 no. I'm them. saying like, like uh, publicity. Any publicity is good publicity. Like that's nah, like, like the mo for for this. Was all I. I listened to the song. Like, and, and that's the only thing I could do. Like, because, you know, I was talking to the wife about it. Like, you know, I tried to, she asked me if I was going to listen to it. And I was like, man, I can't. For research purposes. It, 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 yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I can't entertain the ignorance. And it's like, well, ain't that your job? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, it is kind of my job. Like, not only my, like, radio job, but, like, I got to do that for the podcast, too. So I listened to it. I listened to the song. And I was like, man, I'm not about to listen to this, man. Like, this shit is everything that y'all said man it's a cash grab it's it's whack it's a situation where you know everything that's going on with black women being disrespected and feeling unsafe in this country you pick this time to 
the day after, no less, the day after mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor's situation comes out that you want to drop an album talking about what did and, and didn't happen between you and Meg and y'all. And it's the whole album. Secret, yeah, secretly in love and all this type of stuff. And I'm like, man, like if y'all was secretly in love, man, you, you blew it. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> It ain't, saw, it, ain't, it ain't that no more. I saw that video again of uh, uh, Stallion's friend getting out of the car with the ass cheeks out. That shit was... I, I forgot how thick she was. There's some Stallions <laughs> in that video for sure. I, miss, I gotta watch that. I missed that. Oh, man. Watch that. man. You should I, watch that. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, he gotta, he gotta do some... He could definitely gotta do some damage control. I think people, you know, people that don't give a fuck, they still gonna stream it. Like you said, mm-hmm. Takashi still doing numbers. Um, it's like this is this is bad timing. I I couldn't, my conscience wouldn't let me listen to this shit and bop with it in the car with so much shit going on and the content of the music. It was literally I'm profiting off of a black woman getting shot and me being accused of it. And that's I can't right. remember that. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. It's, it's crazy, man. It's a whole crazy time that we living in. And, and that's, I mean, everything's for sale. You know what I'm saying? Cash will yep. do anything for the bag. You know, shit, you know, to play devil's advocate, not that I'm condoning anything he did, but in in his mind, he is thinking, from my viewpoint, uh, I, I can't tour. The only way I can get money is off streaming right now. Yeah. So And this shit is like, loaded, too. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, that, 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 that's it. Like that's the only way I can get money. So I gotta put out new music, so people to listen, so I can get some some money coming in. Like where this situation ends, we don't know yet. Like, is it going to trial? What's gonna happen? Is he gonna be deported back to Canada? Gonna be exiled from the United States and all this type of stuff? We don't know. But one thing we do know, like this is this is bad tact. I mean, we saw Ross coming at him. <laughs> Rick Ross, man, that slow pan to that smart car had me weak. Oh yeah, that was that was funny as fuck. <laughs> but he the last he the last one to talk. Mister uh, put Molly in her champagne. She ain't even know it. Took her home. I know, know right? She ain't even know it. This <laughs> nigga standing up for Meg. Good call. Hashtag Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now he wild. Hashtag Wingstop. <laughs> but I was going to say this is loaded because I've, I've had conversations about this with other people that are on the side of Tory. Like, he didn't do it. Like, um, why do we always got to believe the women right when they said something? And, you know, she could be she could just be lying. And um, I, I guess he owns his masters now. So all the music that he's putting out um, from this point on is 100% owned by him. And the argument is that the label or Meg's label or somebody is trying to sabotage his career now that he got it himself. So, I don't know, man. Nigga, you're not have... Michael Jackson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, let's, let's be clear, man. Everybody loves Michael Jackson. Everybody. You're, Tory yeah. Lanez, niggas 30 years from now will not be banging chicks tape five. Trust he got me. as many he got as many hits as Angie Martinez got, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, it's, it's a crazy time. And people have said this time. is his best best project, and I can't even enjoy it, man. 
Can't even enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I won't be. I won't be listening. Yeah. Dizzle. Did what you re- read the report that over 500 employees at the Wynn Hotel in Las <laughs> Vegas positive for the Ronizi? Uh, I think you sent it, and I read the headline. I didn't look into it because the <laughs> flight is booked, the hotel is booked. <laughs> now I will the, tell you something. My the days my are called off. To, my little cousin is in Vegas right now, living it up, living it up. So the mm-hmm. question is, are you still wheels up? Hell yeah! What? <laughs> and I was just saying, I'm about to get one of them. Have y'all uh? Gotten a happy ending, happy ending massage because I'm getting one. <laughs> fuck, fuck the bull. I'm getting me a nice little Asian John. And look, I'm I'm low key sorry, man. My wife done. She said she was going to the doctor the other day. She going to the chiropractor. So I already know how they get busy at the. I already know how they get busy at the chiropractor. The low back shit you don't fuck with. She already told me. She was like, because I was making jokes like, oh, okay, just don't go to no big-ass, greased-up African <laughs> chiropractor. I'm going to need you to go to Billy down at the, at the uh, you know, at the plaza. Sun, sunshine chiropractor. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to go to one of them Johns. So she, she came back and was like, you would have been mad at the chiropractor. I'm like, all right, <laughs> She was like, yeah, he was squeezing on my leg. I had to go up a little bit. I'm like, I already know. And then she was wearing the sweats, the sweats that I like. I'm like, all right. <laughs> all right, bet. Bet. Hey, wait, till we get, wait till we get to Vegas. I'm getting me a nice little jong. <laughs> oh, man. man. I already nice. started Googling them. I already know which one I want to go to. I already know that. Look, it's going down. Me. Robert Kraft style, man. It's, getting, it's happening. <laughs> Let me let me, let me share this story. Let me share this story with you that did not happen in Vegas, but it's still hilarious. So I think I shared this with y'all before. I'm gonna get quick. So in the military, there was this uh, barber shop right outside the gate, and you saw it, but you didn't know if it was black, whatever, whatever. You just saw a barber shop. So the running joke is to, with the black people on base. When the new dude came and asked where you get your hair cut at, you take them there, and that mm. place was historically known. It was a bunch of Koreans. And they was known for, they had like the clippers with the hose on it. So when you cut your hair, it just sucks the hair straight away. Oh, it ain't no hair on the floor. It's just like, <laughs> it, it's just like, it's like a hose on the clippers. Mm, they got a so, vacuum clipper. So yeah, no black dude has ever seen that, right? So that's always the funny, the first shock. But they go get a little high and tight. They give them a military haircut. And they always add, you know, hit you with the shoulders on the way. You know, when they about to take the thing off. They always offer you a massage because they have a massage room in the back, and that's where, where it goes down. So mm-hmm. I got put in that position, being the new dude on base, learned the hard way, come out. Everybody know, like, it's up to you to say yes or no, but if you in there for a minute, people know you said yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, so you come out, and, and the, the crew that, bought, that brought you, they laughing at you. And then the next dude that comes, you a part of the crew that bring the new dude in, and then he... He in there for a minute, you know. He said yes, so that happened. That happened to me in the military, but uh, never, never in a place where it could actually happen. So. I'm, about to, I'm about to get it popping. I'll let y'all know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are the dates on this trip, man? Uh, we going end of October. Let me pull it up. I think it's like October oh, 30th. Halloween, Vegas. Yeah, is, is that a thing? 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Any, October. any holiday is a thing in Vegas. Where? Yeah, it's going to be Liddy. My dude went out there for like three years running and said that was the best weekend. Like, like he, he'd rather go in Halloween than go in the hot months. Like, it's still be Word. hot, but you, can, but you can catch you a nice 65-degree night and be lit, you know, type of thing. So, he loved going out there Halloween. And, then, you know, everybody, come on, it's Vegas. And the, the, the first costume with the minimal titty as possible is what you're going to see in Vegas on everybody. So, it's, hey. just one, of, it's, it's one of them vibes. So, enjoy. It's a good weekend. Yeah, and we got it for the low. We we did some like timeshare things, so it was only a hundred bucks for four four days, three nights. Oh. Yeah, oh, man. We're gonna be uh, Liddy. I, I will come back with reports and reviews. And fourteen day quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True. I'm gonna give, give you a couple spots you need to hit up, man. A couple spots, some food spots. I'm a foodie. Oh, uh, food Vegas, spots, man. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I I thought you was about to. Get, yeah, I thought you were about to give me the play by play. Still on nah. me, <laughs> man. Hey, that's what I'm, oh. I'm telling you. It's getting, it's going down. <laughs> so last night in the NBA bubble, LeBron James and the Lakers mm-hmm. finished off the Nuggets. LeBron is going to his tenth NBA Finals. Lakers Playoff are going LeBron. today. Lakers are going to their 31st NBA Finals. We're going to see if the Heat can finish off the Celtics tonight or the Celtics going to push it to a Game 7. But we are one step closer to watching some NBA Finals basketball. Thoughts and reviews about the last couple nights in the NBA bubble. Playoff Brown activated. Playoff Brown activated. Hold on, killer. Because LeBron... I've been saying this, man. LeBron need a couple more titles if we're going to keep him in this GOAT conversation because he can surpass MJ. I still think he has the chance to surpass MJ. If we just going by stats, he's past them. It's literally just rings. And he don't even got to get as many rings as Jordan. As long as the rings that he got were either tougher or just some on some next level shit, and he has the opportunity to do that. Starting with this year, I, I will say I will say the the next you know the four year contract that he got with the Lakers. Like if he able to win one for Cleveland, win yeah. some in Miami, and then go to the God forbidden West where it's so loaded that you can't survive, and yeah, and then and then and then go out there and do that with the Lake Show. That's a level up move for me. I, I'm a LeBron fan, so that's definitely a, a level up. You know, Jordan is still one. All you know for it's, now. It's gonna take a. It, it's gonna take a. It's gonna take a, a couple more decades of. Uh, <laughs> of for me, it's gonna take the killer. The killer that Jordan was, LeBron would never be. But LeBron is an ultimate, ultimate hooper. So like, I'll put him like one A, one B, and it will always be that for me. You know, but uh, yeah, I missed all the last night because I was drunk on the rooftop. But um, <laughs> I did see that my DraftKings cash. So when I get that email that I made some money, and I know that my LeBron in the captain slot was a good call. So that, that told me that told me something good. And then I see that my man had the trip dub. So that's even better. So you know, like like this will say, this is what I've always said about LeBron. LeBron will regular season us to death, and then will give us some ultimate playoff experiences. But a lot of a lot of the things that I hate about LeBron is because he 
he feel like he just is great. Like when when he don't get that call and his hand is in the air and you didn't rotate and that's the reason why that layup happened. You can't always point at Kuzma, bro. Like it's sometimes <laughs> it's you. Kuzma been trash too though. Kuzma has been him, garbage. Though. Yeah, that's true. He has, he has. But but Bron is the king of that, bro. He he get back and be complaining and and then. Still, still griping with the ref and then miss the rotation and and, and yo man scores like so. That's all. That's the only gripe I got about LeBron is that his his winding get in the way sometimes. But the fact. man gets fouled. The man gets fouled eighty five percent of the time. Oh, I will say that he gets hacked a lot. He don't get the call though. So not always. So is it a short? Is it a is it a sure <laughs> shot chip for the Lakers or we, we still got a battle? Because no. um. Nah, yeah, I, I think I think Miami man playing good ball and boss. I mean, like either one of those. Number one, they both got coaches, so you know, Facts. Ball, Boston and Miami got coaches, and and nothing nothing about uh, uh, playoff and finals basketball like that. Usually, be that one thing that that take you over the top. You know, is is are are you adjusting to this to this four or five six seven game series? Right. Are, are you are you getting are you playing the players that you need to to get the win? So, um, with with those two coaches in the in the running for the other spot, you know, I think that's always going to be, you know, that's whoever it is going to be series. And and we all know LeBron take too many off, they get two games down. Then we got to ask for that prayer game, and no one wants to see that. So it ain't in the bag yet. Not in the bag. Definitely yet. not in the bag. Definitely not in the bag yet. But whomever they play, they have the best two players on the court at all times with LeBron and AD for sure. But, I mean, this is why we play the game. You know, this is this is why we at it. You know, you look at last year with Toronto, even though KD was on the men and trying to get back, people still thought the Golden State Warriors was going to win the championship until basically everybody got hurt. You know, injuries are part of the game. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, shoot, we saw it with uh, – the Shaq and Kobe Lakers versus the Pistons. Pistons mm-hmm. beat their ass. You know what I'm saying? When they had Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, Gary Payton, like they had a lineup full of Hall of Famers and they lost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to play the game. You got to come through and finish. As far as LeBron and Jordan, I'm like, I'm, I, I get into this with Kenner all the time when we're doing the sports thing because anytime Jerry, LeBron, Jerry. <laughs> anytime the name LeBron James is brought up, he brings up Michael Jordan. I try my best not to bring up Michael Jordan when we're talking about LeBron. As a matter of fact, Kobe for that matter either because, you know, something that, you know what I'm saying, I learned back in January after Kobe Bryant died in that helicopter crashes, I spent 20 years hating on Kobe Bryant. And, you know what I'm saying, I appreciated how great of a basketball player he was, but he was always beating the teams that I rooted for. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, I'm not a Lakers fan. I've never rooted for the Lakers, not even when Magic Johnson was there. So (laughs) I've never rooted for the Lakers. So it's not not a LeBron thing that I won't be rooting for him. It's a Lakers thing that I won't be rooting. But back to – See, I can't. I struggle with that because I'm a LeBron fan, but I've never been a Lakers fan myself. But I'm so I, I support. Like I, I want to see LeBron do well, but that means the Lakers do well. So am I supporting the Lakers too? Like that's what I struggle that's, with. That's what, the, that's what the association is built on, man. It's built on star yeah. player, you know. Yeah. And when those star teams get star players, they get more fans because 
You know, yeah. that's just the way it goes. But right. to the George and Bron thing, man, I'm going to just sit back and appreciate greatness while it's here. Because he is in year 17. Shit, the wheels may fall off. Like, shit, like the wheels fell off for Allen Iverson just out of nowhere. Like, just mm. realize one thing. He ain't having no more. He can't get to the rack no more. He ain't explosive no more. So, the wheels can fall off for LeBron James at any minute, and I don't want to waste any of my time saying, well, he ain't Michael Jordan. Well, you know what? They're both great basketball players. They have entertained me to heights that, hey, man, the dude came back from 3-1 versus the Golden State Warriors, man. That is something that has never been seen yeah. in the NBA. So we got to appreciate greatness while it's here. So I I, I, I encourage everybody to, to chill with the – he's better than Jordan or he's better than Kobe. Uh, Jordan is the greatest of all time. You can have your favorite players of all time. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's something I always do. Like my uncle always asked me and tell me about players that where he grew up watching and everything like that. Connie Hawkins and stuff like that is like a way that he likes to do it is, you know, just the, the best player of that generation because, you know, basketball changes like mm-hmm. you know, that's a the amount of three-pointers being shot today were never going to be shot back then. You know what I'm saying? The way basketball players, like, look at Porzingis. He's a 7-2 dude bombing threes. Like, a 7-2 dude back in the Making them 80s too. and 90s. Yeah. Get your ass in the paint. You know what I'm saying? It's just different. So, appreciate the great players while we got them. And because, do, do believe, man, like, there's going to be a situation that comes up, like, after LeBron leaves, as great as KD is, as great as a lot of other basketball players are, LeBron brings in the eyeballs. It brings in the average viewer. You know what I'm saying? We're going to watch the NBA because we love the game, but, like, it takes LeBron for my mom to watch. It takes LeBron for my grandmother to watch. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> who's, next, who's next? I call it the Tiger effect. When Tiger Woods played golf, like, black people will watch. Oh, yeah. When Tiger Woods ain't playing golf, and the golfers watch. You know what I'm right. <laughs> So that tiger effect. You tell me who's next. Who's next? Le- LeBron is year 17, man. And I think I had this conversation with my wife uh, his last year in Cleveland. She said this nigga only got two more good years left. And I think it's been what? It's been two, three years. And he's still MVP level. But it's going to happen eventually, man. Maybe next year. Maybe the year after that. But I don't know, man. Because the, the NBA look like they're trying to give it to Zion just because. And I don't know yeah. if he uh, got the juice like that. It's a lot of hype. Um, Who next is Caruso? That's my guy. <laughs> you are stupid. <laughs> That's He's not solid. Tyler That's Hero my next. <laughs> yeah. It might be Luka. It might, it might be Luka, man. Because yeah. Luka is a, he a bad dude. Don't, he, Jamal, what, 20? don't forget Jamal Murray. He's only 23. Who gives oh. the Lakers a better better matchup, Heat or the Celtics? I said the Heat, because Bam is the only big that's left in the bubble that could even run with Anthony Davis. Daniel Tice ain't got the juice. I think they got a big man named Williams. Yo, he, not he ain't to got cut the juice. You off, not to cut you off, yo. You bring up Daniel Tice. I did not know he was German. I thought, thought he was, it was just regular white. Yeah, I thought he was from Detroit. Like, he looked like a, a white dude from Detroit. Like, he tatted up. He'd be out there talking shit. Like, I, I mean, not that not that it takes away from his game at all, but I was, you know, 
me and me and Kenner have like this ongoing joke about the great American white basketball player Tyler Hero put his name in the ballot. Obviously, yep. Gordon Hayward's <laughs> name been in the ballot for a long time, and I brought up Tice. And then uh, I did my Googles. I was like, oh, he's not American. He's uh, he's he's German. Never mind. You're, you're out of here. <laughs> the you're, fact that he's not in the eligible. conversation, though. You're not <laughs> eligible. You're not, yeah, I like I fucks with him, man. I fucks with him. You're not <laughs> eligible for this award, man. But uh, you were saying who was going to give him a, a better run for the money? Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Bam. Uh, that's I it. Like Ain't no other big man. Miami got, you know, Crowder is a big body for Bronner, A.D. And then yeah. you got Bam, you know, like not saying height wise, but Crowder get busy on the defense, and uh, that I, I would take my chances with Crowder and Bam versus Tyson, who Tatum, uh, Tatum will be or Jalen Brown. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. I don't know. Now that I think about it, because uh, Celtics is deep, man. Come on. Caruso going to be the, the difference maker. <laughs> <laughs> they, they both are deep. At, at any given time, the more, heat, somebody can get hot. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I think the Celtics can give them a better game. You know what? Nope. It's, it's a tough one. It's a, it's a tough call. I, I'm rooting for the Celtics because I'm a huge Kimball Walker fan. But I think... The Heat will give them a better run. I mean, just because they got Jimmy, Jimmy ain't gonna let them get blown out. Like, I mean, you don't know think like Jimmy, Jimmy is like a super duper scorer or anything like that, but he brings a mentality to the table, and his mentality is perfect for a team that's led by Spo and Pat Riley. So they a tough nosed team, man. They shoot a ton of threes. So if they hitting them, but see, like they're like Houston, they shoot a ton of threes, but the difference between them and Houston is not just dribble, 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 jack up a three. Yeah. It's like teamwork basketball. It's, it's exactly yeah. what you want to see. So one, one day Duncan Robinson got the I'm gonna say one day Duncan Robinson got the trigger. One day Tyler Hero got the trigger. Like they, yeah, they out there, they out there doing it. As a Laker fan, I would rather play the Heat because Tatum, Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart, like, those are names that have been in this position that are damn near ready to make that next leap. I think the Celtics got a better chance at beating the Heat. I mean, beating the Lakers than the Heat. I feel like if the Heat win, it's, it's a little bit of an easier path for the, for the Lakers. So I'm rooting I for mean, the Heat. The storylines are built in and sports is built on storylines. It's you know, you got your classic matchup with the Lakers and Celtics. Boom. People watching. Then you got your LeBron versus old team that he took to two championships with the Heat. Built-in matchup. Like, it is it is must-watch TV. NBA Finals are must-watch TV. And no one else is must-watch TV. The Reds are in the playoffs. My Cleveland Indians yeah. are in the playoffs. Dizzle doesn't watch baseball. So, killer, what's good? <laughs> My red legs, you know, this is 30th year anniversary of the 1990 World Series where my reds sweep the Oakland A's, and I got to go to, I think it was game two, game two. Uh, that, uh, that was my second biggest sporting event up until, the, up until this guy here <laughs> that I sleep with every night, my 2018 Masters trip. But um, 
man. I don't know. I don't know. You ain't been watching it? What do you mean you don't know? You don't know about the Reds? <laughs> you don't know about the, the whole playoffs? playoffs? No, no, no. This is, this, is, this, this is what I... Okay, so the Reds get to the playoffs, great. But I think we still... We don't... We, we still a few pieces away from making a run. You know, like... They they shook up the lineup and got some names. Some, you know, they went out and did a little shopping. I, I like the Trevor Bauer pickup. Appreciate that. I like that. <laughs> you can have him. He's a head case. And he is, but he, he again, sometimes them head cases in playoff scenarios, I, I'll take a head case. Sure, you're going to win the Cy Young. In a playoff game. So, um, I I just like knowing what the red, like that, that 90s team, that, it was like a pretty solid, dominant team. They had a good run. Like this is like squeezing in. It's like. It's like the, but they could be the Miami Heat, you know, the Miami Heat. You got it. You got you got you got a bubble situation going on where you know the shortened, shortened season, so the guys got to feel fresher. Baseball play 160, yeah, three, four, whatever it is, games, and you know the short of the season. I just don't want to get too hyped because I am like probably like baseball was my first love, so. That's kind of why I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get too hyped because if they get to the World Series or if they make a move in the playoffs, I'm going to be – that's going to be, like, a hard decision. I'm going to watch some baseball. So I'm going to have to have baseball and the finals on. Or, some, or, like, you know, baseball and another sport on because that's, that's getting watched. For sure. Absolutely. I mean, talking from a person that's seen his favorite baseball team lose two World Series in mm. – in game seven, no less, it's, it's I very back difficult. That last one for you. Man, listen, I tell you this. In '97, when they lost, I cried. A couple years ago, when they lost in game seven, I cried. Like, I, I, I told, <laughs> I told my brother, I would give up any of my other teams winning a, a championship if I could see the Cleveland Indians winning a World Series. I, the Ohio State Buckeyes ain't got to win another one. Uh, Florida State, damn sure ain't going to win another one based off of what they did last <laughs> night. Uh, Syracuse cannot win another one. The Steelers cannot win another one. If the Cleveland Indians were able to win a World Series in my lifetime, I'm good. I don't need to see nobody else because that is a team that I ride and die with. You know, I go back to the old stadium. You know, my grandmother used to take me and my brother to the games when they were like $5. And the Cleveland Indians were so bad, like the Corey Snyder days. They were just so bad, but it's like, hey, we got uh, – it's Cleveland Indians. We got a roof for them, and we did. And we, it finally got a payoff in the 90s, and we had two chances to get a World Series in the 90s. Lost to the Braves, and then lost to the punk-ass Marlins. Mm. And Bobby Bonilla, punk-ass. And then we lost in Game 7 to the Cubs most recently. So if they're able to get me a World Series this year, next year, in the future, I don't care. And especially if it's this year. Any team that wins the World Series, be it the Reds, be it the Indians – be the Yankees. They ain't going to apologize for winning the World Series in a short season. They're going to hoist that banner. They're going to say they're world champions. And I'll pray to God. That's the good <laughs> Dizzle. I was going to say fuck all that, man. I forgot baseball yeah. was on when we got football and basketball. <laughs> Facts. So, Killer. Yeah. He was on the rooftop last night. Yeah, man, we took the show on the road. Look, look. Show on the road. Oh, it was nice, man. We took the 
killer vibes out the bedroom and to the rooftop downtown. Um, I wish I could have really, really been live, live, because it got lit. So let me tell y'all what happened. So uh, first off, getting getting stuff to a rooftop is a little little, a little exercise workout, you know. I got, got my steps in yesterday <laughs> for sure. Um, I got went up there early um, and set up and uh, kind of took my time, peeping out everything, made sure had my we had our safe spots because they say it's a roof. It has like a ledge that's probably I would say it's like a one of those things where it's probably three or four feet of a, a diagonal that to where you can't really get to the edge. You kind of gotta got like the the diagonals coming towards you, so you can't really get all the way over to look look, but you can lean on that diagonal and peek over if you really had to. So it's safe up there. Uh, we just have one side of the roof where it's not safe. So we had that's why you I had to make a line and that line was about <laughs> twenty feet, twenty feet back. So it was, you was like, oh, 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 stay yeah, for, so, the, for the new folks, nigga, stay behind yeah, the line. Because <laughs> I, I look, the wife was like, Ooh, get awesome. Get mad. I, I I look up and the new people was just dope to be up there. They just looking around, walking around. They just walked over, not knowing that we wasn't nobody supposed to be over there, like. Not that he was going to fall, but, you know, if you walk to the edge, there's nothing that's going to keep you from falling on that side. That side is not safe. So we kept everybody on the safe side of the roof. Um, man, this was kind of like a, my uh, my crew at Edible, man, they, they rock with me and they support me and everything that I do. So they've been supporting the killer vibes throughout. And, uh, you know, at work, when you brainstorming and small talking with folks, things just kind of happen organically and, I, I told him I wanted to do something like I wanted to get out and just do something outside of my bedroom, but to do a killer vibe like at somebody's house. We have a little soft gathering, whatever, and um, it turned into uh, my homeboy uh, did wings, burgers, hot dogs. My other homeboy did a pork loin and some ribs. Uh, one of the right. home girl home girls did some deviled eggs. Somebody did mac and cheese. Somebody did green beans. Somebody did. We brought some edible stuff from the from the from the shop, so we had a whole little kickback. It was probably at, at its peak. We had twenty five there. You know, it was a, it was it, it was basically the people that I'm with every day anyway. You know, the people that they're with every day, their significant others. Um, everybody had like a plus one, and, and uh, we just kind of kicked back, listened to some music. But the funny thing that happened was we're probably three three or two and a half hours into this partying, you know, everybody doing what they do. And I look over, I see two flashlights, some full-blown cops. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, the cops done pulled up, up, up on us, and uh, they realized we were having a company party. You know, they was really cool. But I, it felt like Beanie Man. Like, I, I could have got, got my viewers up. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if, if I wouldn't have missed that moment, that would have been, my, my views would have been up for this one. So... But they came in, just checked out to make sure, you know, we were doing everything safe and wasn't no recklessness going on. And they was in and out. They didn't bother us. But the funny thing is uh, where we were located um, is close to uh, where some nuns live, apparently. So that base from them killer vibes, you know, with it being Saturday night, nuns had something to say. So that's, that's, where, that, that's where that interaction came from. But we... We, we 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 probably went another hour. I turned the base pretty pretty much off, try to be respectful, and then we just coasted the night away. It was a perfect night weather wise. Got a beautiful sunset. Um, it was just dope. It was a dope way to do killer vibes outside <coughs> of my bedroom, and then uh, 
and, and did it right. We didn't like go too crazy. We didn't get out of hand with people coming through. It was just the crew, you know, just the crew. So it was dope. Oh, oh, dope. Got some nice pics out of that. A wife hooked you up with a dope flyer. We got a nice yeah. little screen grab for the promo, you know. That 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 promo screen grab is probably top five. That that shit was classic. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and say it on air in case y'all miss it. So we uh we sitting there. I'm doing the live, getting things together, and the wife like, "Where Kev?" Because I think I shouted you out. Like, "What's up, Kev?" You know, she like, "Where? Oh, where Kev at?" And I'm like, "Nah, you know, Kev don't fuck with that Rona." Yeah, <laughs> you know he ain't coming out of the house. You don't fuck with that Rona. And and Kev grabbed that whole snippet and sent that to me this morning. And uh, being that I tequila myself, literally uh, fell asleep, butt naked on the floor in the living room, not by the air conditioner. It was one of those nights. I woke up. Without, I woke up. Without, without, I thought I missed the podcast. It was it, it was that bad. So I had to had to gather myself this morning. Still kind of spinning. I want to bet. Yeah, I, I want to bet. I want to bet. Why you said you wasn't going to make it? Uh, uh, <laughs> all my shit is still on the roof. That's why I made it. <laughs> check I, the that's weather, the worst. That, that, as soon as we finish this, that's, that's where I'm going. Because all, all, all I did was close up the cases, put everything under the table, and that was it. So I'm like halfway packed up, but I wasn't carrying shit down those steps to the elevators. And that's uh, You got to go down two flights of steps to get to the the floor with the elevator, it, it was just a, it was a, but it was dope to do that. It was dope to have that vibe, and we're going to definitely continue with it. We got some ideas coming, kind of incorporating in my, my relationship with my business partners at Edible. They support me as a DJ, and they find ways to monetize it and help me grow uh, business-minded, so we're trying to tackle some things. we got some things in the works that we're trying to use use some of the city's landscape. We got parks. We got areas that we can really get busy and do some cool shit. So just trying to take it to the next level, man. Trying to DJ Killer Kev this thing on out. Man, I can't wait till we have our live podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can do it like, right there on the rooftop. <laughs> when that vaccine come out. <laughs> right. Ain't nobody when taking that shit. When y'all other people taking the vaccine, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's when you're going to see the champ out again, boy. We're going to do it right. we definitely right. going to do it right. Y'all, go ahead. Nah, oh, man. It look, look lit, man. Look lit. And then I didn't know there was going to be food there. I heard you saying, if you go get some food, <laughs> there's some hand sanitizer. I was like, oh, okay, they, they legit up top. Yeah, and then there was yeah. a shawty with a tail getting loose on the floor. <laughs> So, so let me tell y'all, that's my dude, Mark. He's one of our drivers. And, uh, that's his girl. She came to the Christmas party and turned our Christmas party all the way up. Yeah. So, so I'm playing something, and she walks over like, can you play Shake a Tail Feather? I'm like, for sure, I got you. And then I, she turns around and says, I got a tail. I'm like, <laughs> so I, I turned the camera to the dance floor just for that moment. Yeah. I knew she was about to do some funny shit, so. She always she always down for having a good time. So that's that's just she the crew. Getting I'm, loose. Yeah, my edible crew, man. They all about a good time, and they super they super like family oriented because it was like everybody wanted to see this go well, and by making it, everybody pitching in and doing something, you know, bringing something. We had BYOB, we had BYOC, bring your own chair. We had BYO Dub if you need to. So everybody just 
Everybody just chilled out and uh speaking and, of and that, speaking it. of that, <laughs> we got somebody going out to Vegas very soon. Yeah, yeah. You're uh <laughs> you gonna make a run? Uh probably. Probably not for the edible though. I had a I had a horrible edible experience <laughs> and will never do that ever, ever, ever again. So but, uh, are you gonna make a run to bring something back? Nah, nah, nah. Ain't no need. It's ev- weed is everywhere, man. <laughs> it's it's asking, to the point I'm where you don't asking. you don't need you don't need to to bring it back. That's only that's extras. I don't feel like going through no problems. Oh, get her right. we got <laughs> get hemmed up. We got TSA pre-check now. So if anything, now hey. would be the time. So let me tell you what I did. I know a I person you. that will help you hook you up with uh some stuff if you bring uh-uh. back some stuff. Uh, shit, if you want me to get you something, bro, just say that. <laughs> what time is it? Uh, hour 30 seconds in. Delete that part. Fans is watching, bro. Fans is watching. Bro, say, just let me know, man. Just let me know what you need. I got you. <laughs> Kill, you about to say something? Oh, man, bro, that was funny. <laughs> Nah, man, we probably, and I, I know somebody, I got a homie that stay out in Vegas, and I think I he actually know. works at a dispensary or has worked, so he got the connections out there. That might be a good move to hit up right before the parlor, you know, get stimulated, <laughs> and then, you know. You're going to make it a whole day, huh? Yeah. Go hit the We ain't about to be hitting no, hit hit no clubs. After. Yeah. yeah, we not about to hit no clubs. We probably just gonna be chilling in the hotel. Um, probably get a cabana at the pool. I'm gonna try to gamble, but I'm not trying to go to the casino doing a whole bunch of hand to hand stuff. I'm gonna try to you know find some virtual ways to do it. Yeah. Um, sports betting, you know, just figure it out. See if I can do some like a uh, virtual blackjack or something. there's got to be a way. I'm, I'm oh, sure there's got to be a way. They got virtual roulette. They got virtual blackjack. They got virtual poker. They got everything. yeah, a lot of. So you're not doing like hand to hand. I'm not right. shoulder to shoulder with people. I'm not, I'm not trying to do all that. So I'm gonna I have a good ass time. The, um, the casino in Dayton, just because I was bored one day, I wanted to see what they was in there doing, and they got it to where it's like a machine, and then the machine beside you was off. The next machine is on, so it's like every other machine is on, so it's a little more spaced out. The the machines Man. that are off don't have chairs in front of them, so you can't sit there. It's just actual space. So they they try and they got hand sanitizer everywhere. So you know, it's it's ways to you know have fun and be safe. So the thing is, like, there is no magical date when we start living. So you gotta just kind of like take this Easy. new way of living with you. You know, and yeah. just make sure. Like when me and my kids go to the store, we come in the house. It was never put the bags down and go wash your hands. But now it's put the bags down and everybody go wash their hands. Like, that's step one of coming home now. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just got to move it that way. I'm still going to live. <laughs> that's a fact. And then I think my wife bought some, like, face plastic face mask for the uh, for the oh, flight. Shield joint. A shield. I don't know if I'm going to wear the full shield. Got a big-ass visor on the whole flight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I could do shield that. Shield and mask. <clears throat> Did no, you tell your mom... 
You say your mom rolled like that? You know, you can, yeah, she got the whole <laughs> look like a beekeeper. It's a big hat. <laughs> with a, bro, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I, I can't do that. I'm gonna have to be on the lookout for that. that that's gonna be a sight to see. Hell no, nah, my glasses gonna be fogging up. The seal gonna be fogging up. It's too right. much humidity. I can't do it. Right. <laughs> and that's right, cause your birthday coming up too, right, doesn't? October 16th, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. We're okay. going to be partying for, oh, man, it's going to be a strong two-week party for Dizzle. I can, I can see mm-hmm. it now. No, nah, I'm getting up there in age, man. I can't do the two weeks no more. I get a, I get a good weekend. I get Your a good going to be starting at 11, I can tell. <laughs> I'm starting at 11. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there it is, man. Another episode yeah. of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Try to bring some jokes to everybody out there dealing with this difficult time. Everything like that, man. We appreciate everybody checking in. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Peace. 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 Have a good week, fellas. All right, Peace. Peace.